All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest in Future Titan today, Lauren Schneider. Lauren, thanks so much. Thank really, you. Really appreciate you being on the show. It's an honor, really Thank is. Thank you. It's an honor to be on. Awesome. And I'm super excited for everybody out there. I know there's a lot of anticipation with this particular episode to really get to know you better, deeper as a person, a professional. Uh, so let's just dive right in if you're all right with that. Sounds good. Cool. So uh, first question, I guess, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I moved to Colorado Springs when I was 10 years old, so not a native, but this is all I know. And okay. I love the city. It just has such a special place in my heart. Um, so moved here for my father's job. I was a 10-year-old aspiring figure skater. Get out of and here. And so okay. um, moving to Colorado Springs was like a dream come true. Top training center. I got to train with the best. I had the best coaches. And, you know, to this day, my best friends in life come from my skating days. Okay. So, um, so 16 years of skating. I was lucky enough to be nationally ranked through high school. Um it feels like a million years ago, but <laughs> <Get water. laughs> definitely, um, definitely a huge part of my, you know, my childhood and growing up. So okay. graduated from Shine Mountain High School, mm-hmm. um, went to University of Denver for a short stint okay. and realized very quickly that I did not want those student loans. Um, so came back to UCCS, graduated from there with my business degree. Wow. Um, Met my husband shortly after college. We were actually set up on a blind date. Um, okay, so it actually worked. It, they, they do work, everybody. <laughs> it was um, my one and only blind date, and wow. I guess the rest is history. But um, funny story, we were set up by two realtors, okay. um, Scott Ignatius and Miranda Price. So wow. we were you know, sitting at happy hour, and my husband's a lender, so I had the lender, the two realtors, it was like we were buying a home. Um, <laughs> but that was our introduction. So we've been married almost six years now, and we have two beautiful children, Brooke and Brayden. Brooke is three and a half, and Brayden will be two next month. Wow. Love that. I mean, and that's, uh, it's just so interesting how, how life goes and, and the backgrounds that everybody has. is so different and so amazing, but we all kind of gravitate towards that top mindset of really driving traffic and going through. So I love that particular story. I, I want to get into the, the business side of that. What got you into the business in the first place? Why real estate? And <laughs> what was your path to where you are today? Yes. So I um, had probably one of the least traditional paths you okay. could have. Love it. Um, I was lucky enough out of college to land a job in my degree field. So okay. I worked for CoBank out of Denver they are the largest ag lending institution in the country. Wow. So amazing corporate training programs, leadership development programs. Um, I was in a rotational credit program where I got to travel to different cities and travel um, throughout different you know avenues of the business and just really learn it inside and out. So okay. amazing career field. Um, I transferred to Farm Credit of Southern Colorado, which okay. is in Colorado Springs. Um, worked my way up to vice president of capital markets. Um, so I managed a $300 million portfolio, loved my job. I'm probably the most loyal corporate person you could find. So, um, it's, you know, it's funny that I'm not still there and Mm -hmm. I planned on working my entire career there. Um, found out that we were expecting. So as you know, children change everything. Um, 
So we were creeping up towards, you know, having Brooke and my desire to go back to work was dwindling. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Fair yes. Enough. So, um, you know, had Brooke, um, went in, I guess I went in and talked to HR about six weeks after she was born. And I said, you know, I just have to be honest with you. My heart's not in it. I don't plan on coming back and I quit. Um, so I had to call my husband, which is an uncomfortable call and tell him I quit. (laughs) And, um, so anyways, went home. I was a stay at home mom for a couple months and, um, I have so much respect for stay at home moms. Mm -hmm. It's the hardest job in the world and I couldn't do it. Um, it just, I felt like I was missing a piece of me. I wasn't fulfilled. And, um, so I talked to my husband and he's been a top VA lender in town for 12 years now. Love it. And, um, so I said, you know, what if I become your loan officer assistant? And he said, no, our, um, our marriage would be on the line. That's oh. not going to work. So Hey, you know, he, he knew. He was I mean, honest, yes. Yeah. So he said, you know, I've always had this idea. Um, he said, I know all the questions that the VA buyer asks. You know, what is my VAH? Um, what does, you know, what's a VA mortgage payment? How far is this home from Fort Carson, from Peterson? Um And he said, you know, I don't feel like there's that great resource that just answers all of those questions. Hmm. And he said, what do you think about kind of heading up a project to build a website that caters to the VA buyer, that answers all of their questions? You could be in charge of content development, blogging, you know, really take on this project. You know, would that be interesting to you? And I said, well, that sounds fantastic. So um, I had no idea what I was getting into. I started researching. found a great web developer that I'm still partnered with today, Real Estate Webmasters, they're amazing. Um, But found out very quickly that to launch a website, you need an IDX feed. And to get an IDX feed, you need a real estate license. So I started studying and passed my test in about four weeks. Um, And my intent at the time was build this great system and maybe I could be a referral source. You know, maybe I could generate these high quality leads and refer them out to agents in town. Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't think through was that I was completely unproven. I had no real estate background. I had an unproven website and an unproven system. Wow. And so to get to work, I had to get to work. I had to do it myself. So sure. um, so yeah, I kind of fell in that way. Never planned on being a realtor still to this day. I don't know how it happened, <laughs> but um, but it's been an amazing blessing. Unreal. I mean, and, and like you said, what a, what an odd way or different way to get involved in the community of real estate mm-hmm. that way. And obviously, what you've done and the due diligence and the time frame speaks volumes, mm-hmm. right? The, the legacy and impact that you've had thus far in the community is fantastic, phenomenal, and, and the love and support that's there. Obviously, the engine that you built with the team and support that's around you mm-hmm. is, is doing really well. So that speaks for itself. It's a labor of love. It's yeah. got to continue feeding it, but it's... We um, jokingly refer to the website, militaryhomesearch.com, as our third child. Wow. At the time, it was our second child, <laughs> but we have great. another one now. So there it is. Great. Go check out the child. I mean, that's, really, <laughs> that's kind of great. Uh, well, so in that, with what's going on with real estate and obviously the impact that, that's happening, I mean, this is a beautiful segue to me is, is, Lauren, really, what's your why? I mean, what motivates you and drives you to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Yeah, so that, I mean, that's a loaded question. I think um, I think I have a couple of whys. So okay. one would be my children. Um, I, you know, having a daughter is, I just feel like it's so important as a mother to show her that, like, I can be a business owner. I can be very successful in work, but I can be an amazing mother and try, mm-hmm. you know, as much as there's no perfect balance, um, I try so hard, right? I try mm-hmm. to 
balance it all and just set a good example. And um, and I know I'm succeeding a little bit because I, I'll go to show homes on the weekend and she'll you know meet me at the door and she'll be like, mom, I have to go sell a home with you. I want to work with you. Oh, and I love that because she's learning the importance of hard work and a great work ethic. So mm. those, those two definitely motivate me. Um, another deeply personal reason, um, and I found very early on, and it was a scary feeling to me because mm. I was used to the corporate world, but the fear of burnout in real estate is very real. Right. Um, and, you know, our days are long. They can be successful or unsuccessful, mm. um, and it kind of comes in waves. And so I had, I was about a year in, and I did, I started to feel like as much good as I was doing for my clients and the business was thriving, I needed a deeper meaning and I needed to find a charity partner. Wow. And um, so I was lucky enough to find Joe and Shelly Lewis with Angels of America's Fallen. Oh, yeah. They actually um, live in Pine Creek, so they live in my neighborhood. Okay. And um, I just absolutely love their mission. So what they do is they support children of fallen service members um, in an activity that the child, you know, gravitates towards. So whether it's swimming, karate, ballet, piano lessons, and they support that child through age 18. Hmm. So just an amazing mission. Um, and so I've partnered with them over the last two years. I've been able to donate $25,000. Um, I hope to continue to be able to step that up every year. But what's cool is, you know, the more successful the business is the more I can give back and that's a huge why and it's really really important to me love that I, I mean when you're when I just want to address uh, obviously both of those what a beautiful example for your daughter uh, as far as I'm concerned mm -hmm. that you're setting I mean that is such a beautiful why is family and what you're doing in the community and legacy that's fantastic I, I don't find there to be a greater why um, to me and family uh, on second note, onto that charity, and, and I think that that's such a beautiful thing that you get to a point where it's bigger than us. It's mm -hmm. bigger than our immediate family. What can we do to, to make a bigger impact? And you're doing that. So just so everybody knows, I will have a link um, down in the comments below so that you can take a look at that charity um, that Lauren was talking about, and that way you can get involved if you want to, so I will have that in there as Thank well. You. So great stuff going on there. Uh, so are you all right? We go into the next question. Into yes. that. Okay, so... This is uh, one of the crowd pleasers when it comes down to it, because there's so many professionals, whether you're new or seasoned, that love this particular question. They want to learn and really grow their business, very similar to how the Titans have done. So if you could look back at your business thus far, pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next. What's that look like for you? Gosh, that is, it's, it's a little bit of a difficult question, just because sure. I'm only three years in, so right. I feel like I'm still very, um, I guess, in the infancy stage. But um, but I will say, when I first started, um, I was very transactional-based. You okay. know, I was getting these internet leads, I was getting them across the finish line, and I think something that really took my business to the next level was learning to add the relationship aspect. Wow. That that is, you know, and it's so common sense, but you can get caught up in the day-to-day. -day. So I think adding, you know, the client events, adding just like the random phone call, like, how are you doing? I saw your kiddo was in the hospital. Like, I'm, you know, can I come see you guys? Um, and so that's been huge. And it's it's been so great because we have, um, you know, we have such a support base with our past clients. And that's, you know, business breeds business. And it's just good for the community. And so I guess, I mean, I know that's kind of all 
a roundabout answer, no, but no. Um, but yeah, just not being so transactional, being more relationship based has been a huge a huge secret. I guess. and it's not a secret, but right. Um, but it can seem that way. I mean, it seems as you mentioned, commonplace or common mm-hmm. sense that this is a people business, but truly getting involved with the fundamentals. Yeah, you built a beautiful engine, you know, lead generating and and everything that's going on, but. What you do with that exposure, mm-hmm. what you do with that those leads is is exactly what you stated. And mm-hmm. some people can churn and burn and grow through, but you're building something bigger, something greater, mm-hmm. uh, because you truly care. These are yes. people, right? Not transactions. And they're my friends. Like when I look at listen to this. <laughs> when I look at my kids' birthday parties, it's like those are our clients' kids, but like those are my friends. And wow. um, you know, at the Angels of America's Fallen Gala um, in February. We were lucky enough to have 18 clients with us um, at our tables, but like those are my friends, mm-hmm. and I I'm just so grateful. And that speaks volumes about who you are and what you do, because mm-hmm. clients becoming friends and family, there's more to it mm-hmm. than just a transaction. So again, that's setting the bar to a higher standard. As real estate professionals out here, this is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely want to go into the next question, and this one is the tricky one of this you know, particular interview process and the series. It's the challenge question. So we all deal with challenges in our lives. No one's exempt. Whether it's in the past, now, or into the future, we, we all have to deal with them. Um, but I think it's really not so much what happens or how we respond. I truly believe that. So if you're comfortable sharing a challenge you dealt with, Lauren, that you really overcame and became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you? Sure. I think um, this is a really easy question, and it, oh. it pertains to my real estate career. Okay. Um, but I came on the scene pretty quick, and I did a lot of business. Mm-hmm. So year one, I closed 98 transactions. Huge. It's huge. Um, and with that comes good and bad, and you get negative feedback. Mm-hmm. And it was brand new to me. Um, and I mean, and as much as, like, I'm from a figure skating background. Obviously, there's going to be, you know, some, it's not all roses there. Um, The corporate world, you have corporate politics, but this was brand new to me. This was, it was really hard for me to stomach. And um, to the point of, you know, I was pregnant with my youngest and Mm -hmm. I actually went to the hospital and went into early labor. And it was like, it was my own stress having a physical manifestation essentially um just because I couldn't I couldn't handle I didn't have thick enough skin I couldn't handle negative feedback and um and what's cool is as you you know post good numbers year after year and Mm -hmm. as you meet more people and you get to share your story and um you know interact with more people in the community whether they're realtors lenders home inspectors um you start to gain respect with you know doing a lot of transactions and kind of building a really solid reputation. And so I definitely was able to turn what was potentially a negative persona into a very positive one. And wow. it's been huge and it's been a, you know, a great experience of self-growth and I'm very grateful for it um, because I've learned how to have thicker skin and how to have those uncomfortable conversations. If you hear something that maybe is not quite right, it's okay to address it. So, um, so yeah, that would be a challenge. I, and thanks for sharing because it's not easy to do, especially airing everything out to everybody here. I I do want to address, um, and and this is thrown around a lot, but you know, there always is going to be a negative nature and the larger and more successful you become, there's a lot more criticism that is attached to that. Um, you know, some people would say haters are always going to hate. Um, I, I think that that's a part of it. 
the, the point that I love that you're addressing is that it takes time to build a reputation mm-hmm. into community and a good one at that. I mean, mm-hmm. there's that old adage, it takes years to build a good reputation. It takes but a moment to yes. ruin it. And I think that so many people out there are so judgmental. And I guess the moral of that story is let's stop judging each other as much as we're doing and, and just be happy that other people are having success. Mm-hmm. Success breeds more success. It and does. Any top producer under any circumstance or any field, they want to give. They want other people to succeed. It's the, the naysayers and the negative people that they maybe don't have the ability to do so or don't have the confidence to do so or even mm-hmm. attempt to do what you do. And that's where the hatred or negativity comes from. And let's just try to be a little bit more positive out there, everybody. I mean, and that's just my opinion. No, so. on the flip side, there are so many amazing people in the community that say positive things and that are doing positive things and that's a huge lesson too is like ignore the negativity because look at all the amazing professionals and they're all doing such great things and um as much as Colorado Springs is like a small to I guess it's a medium-sized city right we have so much talent here like when I go to different conferences I'm always amazed that like we I mean I would consider some of the top minds to live here and like how lucky are we well said well (laughs) said I agree with you 100 percent um, I, I think that that's so true uh, under so many circumstances, and I'm, I love that you address the positivity. There are so many mm-hmm. beautiful people in this community, in this industry, that are doing mm-hmm. things right to those higher standards. Um, so shout out to all of you guys that are watching or listening to that. You know, definitely get kudos for uh, for that. So. Uh, let's move on to a slightly softer topic, if that's okay. So we made it through the challenge question. Uh, this is actually one of my favorites, and this is the travel back in time portion. So if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to young Lauren? I think we were kind of talking about this before, okay. um, before we went live, but the perfectionism aspect oh. of you know, how we want to just hold ourselves to that standard. I think just letting it go, like let the small stuff go. Um, don't sweat the small stuff, like just keep moving on. Um, and it, it relates to personal life and professional life, but like things go wrong all day, every day and just don't sweat it, you know? Wow. And there's so much to that, that so many people that are watching or listening, you know, myself included that, that, ultra resonates as you said before yeah. we went live it's like oh yeah you know you want things to look a certain way and sound a certain mm-hmm. way and you know perfection truly is an illusion and you know you do the best you can you be the best version of yourself and, and move forward and people will appreciate who you are and what you do some people won't and that's okay mm-hmm. um, but I, I think that the analysis or the paralysis of analysis does happen to a lot of people with that mindset and you know I, I'm not lying it's happened to me several times and and you just you want to keep moving forward and, and I love that that's great advice for your younger self but everybody who's watching and listening yeah. uh, for sure so cool let's go into uh, one of the absolute top crowd pleasers into this particular series and this is the feeding of the mind question so a lot of the viewers newer seasoned um, in, the, in the business they want to know how the Titans are growing their minds how they're feeding and, and continually growing their business that way. So um, if you could look back, you know, books that had influence on you that you, were, that you read or podcasts you're listening to, influences on social media or coaches, how are you feeding your mind? So um, it's a funny question because I have an almost two-year-old and a three-and-a-half-year-old. So highly intellectual reading Love doesn't it. happen a lot in our house. <laughs> That's fair. There That's um, fair. are a lot of Disney bedtime stories. You know, we have a lot of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse going Love on it. constantly. Yes. But, um, but I will say, like, for the last decade, um, my morning routine has been get up, check email, um, you know, kind of 
Cruise, Wall Street Journal, and okay. that's been a huge, um, it just puts me in a good mindset, like knowing what's going on in the world, what do I need to be aware of, um, so I love doing that. You wow. know, when I think of um, books that have had an impact on my life, I love Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's Great. such a go-to, I mean, and it's one you can revisit time and time again, mm-hmm. so... And I'm sure others have mentioned that before, but um, great read, you know, to visit anytime. For sure. Um, and then in terms of social influencers, I guess my answer to that would be more, um, it would be smaller to my sphere. So mm-hmm. maybe not, you know, per se national influencers, but right. um, but someone who lives in our community, Andrew Fortune, Great Colorado Homes. That guy wow, is so brilliant. Um, like one of the top SEO minds. I love talking to him. Like he he is just so smart and he has such great perspective and great advice. So he would definitely be a top one. Um, Morgan Carey, he's president of my um, web developer company. Like one of the sharpest minds in real estate and highly controversial. Like he's not afraid to say you know what's on his mind, hmm. but um, such, like just an amazing guy. And if I want instant advice or instant feedback, I shoot him a Facebook message. Hmm. 30 seconds later, I have a response. Like, he's just, he's such a relationship-oriented person um, Mm -hmm. and amazing. And so some other people, you know, that come to mind are, um, they're my friends, the Funks. They run Realty in Orlando. They're with EXP, one of the top EXP teams. Love it. Um, They are, and I hope they're watching, they are always on video. They're so smart with their social content. Um, Love talking to them, you know, picking their brains. And they're very much like owning the Orlando market. Um, But I'm sure soon they'll be, you know, expanding greater. So just cool to surround yourself with people that are, you know, just thinking bigger than you. And it pushes you, you know, to further limits. So, um, yeah, I I love my sphere. That's awesome. And I love that you mentioned some local individuals as well as, you know, outside mm-hmm. of that sphere. And I think that's an important note to take. Um, I do want to say a shout out to Andrew. Yes. Uh, he is amazing. I love him. He's a fellow Titan. So hopefully you're watching, my friend. Um, you're always a pleasure and a blessing to be around. So I, I love that you had mentioned that uh, for sure. So um, I will have links in the comments down below uh, so you can follow and feed your mind the same way that Lauren's doing. And again, don't forget to engage. If there's certain topics or points that you really love that Lauren had mentioned, you know, whether it's highlights or advice, you know, throw some comments in there. Get involved with this conversation. This is not a one-sided way at all. So please engage with this uh, particular episode. So um, Lauren, this has been absolutely spectacular. I mean, the, the amount of information has just been phenomenal. Getting to know you deeper is just fantastic hopefully everybody feels this energy it's just wonderful Uh, i want to wrap everything up with a final question Uh, when it comes down to it it's the quote and or mantra so if you could sum up your name your brand you as a person a professional with a quote or a Mm -hmm. mantra that you live by what's that look like for lauren schneider so it's not highly motivational but my um my favorite quote is if you want to change the world go home and love your family Wow. And um, I really try to live that out every day that as much as, you know, business obligations are huge, um, your family obligations are bigger. So just trying to love on my family as much as I can um, so that I have the energy to go out and love on my clients. So I think that that's beautiful. And, and I, it speaks volumes about who you are and obviously what matters in the community and your family. Mm-hmm. Lauren, this has been fantastic. Thanks again. You thank are an you. official real estate titan. <laughs> so this is fantastic. Again, everybody, thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support. As always, if you love what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, 
show us some support and love with that with likes on the Facebook page, subscribe to YouTube, and check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Um, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.